0: so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. I'm back from a little break. I've just had two weeks of delicious time down south, and I've been on a lovely um, mum's retreat and, yeah, just feeling so refreshed. And right now I am totally rugged up because (laughs) for those of you who don't know, I live in a lovely city called Perth in Western Australia. But it is so wet and cold and rainy at the moment. Um, Yeah, I think we're having like the wettest winter on record. So For anyone else who is feeling (laughs) all the cold, I hope that you're all cozied up with a hot drink while you listen to this. Um, And for anyone who's listening to this while they enjoy summer, I hope you are, yeah, making the most of it too. So today's episode, we are going to be diving into one of my favorite topics, which is all about procrastination. And how you can get unstuck, especially if you tend to procrastinate about those things in life that you are really passionate about. Because what I find is um, so many women I work with, they they never procrastinate on the stuff in their lives that they have to do for other people. Uh, You know, like they always get their kids to school and they pack their lunches and they get like those essential tasks done. Um, But what they tend to procrastinate about is those things that are like really deeply on their heart, really, really important to them. And so if you're someone who just notices that there's some things in your life that you have been like dreaming about for a long time or, you know, just it was really on your heart, but you keep putting it off, then this episode is for you. And I just have to say before we dive in, Please know that this is not about shaming women for not doing enough. So when you listen to this episode, please take everything with a heart. Um, Just listen with your heart and be compassionate with yourself, because the reality is most women are self-critical around this enough on their own. They don't need their coaches, their mentors or their community to add to this and I'm actually thinking of a beautiful client I've been working with recently who was trying to launch something really exciting in her business but she was at home with her young children in the school holidays and she didn't have any help and she was telling herself off that she was procrastinating and I said to her it's not really procrastination if you actually don't have any time or any resources right now you know like it's okay to wait until school's back to work on this so yeah just know that this isn't about telling yourself off for not doing enough but it's about how to kind of come back to you and start prioritizing the things that are really important to you giving you that permission to prioritize the things that matter to you and so what we're going to cover today are the three most common root causes of your procrastination so kind of getting to What is underlying the procrastination? Because most of us just beat ourselves up about it without actually understanding what's going on underneath. And the three essential steps you need to take to get unstuck and take imperfect action. And how to give yourself permission to start taking action before you feel ready. Okay, so let's start with the three most common root causes of procrastination. And just know, you know, these are just the most common causes that I have observed in my work but you know uh, we all have different experiences and if none of these land with you it might be worth digging a little deeper and there might be something else that's going on underneath your procrastination. But for most of us we have certain rules and assumptions about about life that cause us to feel stuck in a cycle of procrastination and I've broken them into three common patterns and themes. And of course, you might identify with more than one of them. So often, one of the reasons that we procrastinate is because of fear or perfectionism. So with this, it's you are scared of failure of the unknown. And so if you have like rules or stories in your head that go something like this, then you might have that kind of Fear of failure and perfectionism going on and that could be causing your procrastination. So do you ever say to yourself, I must do things perfectly. I must not fail. I can't have others think poorly of me. I'm better off not doing anything than risk things going bad. Or if I take action then something bad will happen, then this might be a sign that you're actually really struggling with more perfectionism and fear and you actually need to address those things before you can move through the procrastination. The second most common root cause is low self-confidence. So deep down, you believe that you are not good enough. So I'm not good enough, so what's the point? I am incapable. Better not to try than to try and fail. If I try things, then my inadequacies will show through. I shouldn't try things when I know I'm not good or nothing I do ever works out, so what's the point? These are the kind of things that a lot of the women I work with who are procrastinating, they're telling themselves these things and they have these rules. And that's what's actually stopping them from taking action. And actually the third most common kind of cause for procrastination that I see um, is a really interesting one. It's depleted energy and fatigue. So You haven't been prioritizing yourself and your dreams, and so you leave the things that are important to you to the bottom of the list. And then when you go to do the work, you don't leave enough time and space for what's important to you. And so you might have some rules or some stories like this. I can't work on my project dream until everything else is done. You know that story where you've got to like have a spotless house. Everything's got to be perfect. Everyone else in your life's got to be happy before you can work on your project or your dream. My hopes and dreams are not as important as everyone else. I can't do things when I'm stressed or fatigued or unmotivated. I must be energized to be able to do things. If I do things when I'm unmotivated, I'll make things worse. If I do things when I'm not energized, then it won't work out. And All of these stories that we have, which kind of lead to the procrastination become a cycle because when we believe those rules and those stories, we procrastinate. And then by not taking action, we confirm those stories and nothing changes. And so one of the ways that I actually like to address procrastination, it's like, yes, understand these stories, understand these rules and understand what's underlying your procrastination, but then actually just take action. Because that will actually shake up your experience with procrastination and your mindset and um, beliefs just as much as the mindset work will do. So you're going to see this theme coming up a lot in, in my podcast, in the work that I do, that I believe taking action and trying new things and having new experiences is actually part of mindset work. Mindset work isn't just journaling and talking things out and working with a coach. It's actually the action is just as important. And so how we do this, I'm going to share the three essential steps that you need to get unstuck and take imperfect action. So the first step is getting really curious about your relationship with procrastination. And so that might be looking at those different triggers for procrastination and like, you know, getting really honest with yourself about what is causing your procrastination. As a society, we do tend to be pretty avoidant of difficult emotions and procrastination can often be triggered by feeling anxious, by feeling tired, by feeling uncomfortable. And instead of paying attention to the feelings that are happening when we do procrastinate and reflecting on why we're experiencing those feelings, we tend to try to push them down. You know, we often avoid uncomfortable emotions by keeping ourselves busy with other tasks like watching TV, drinking, eating. And that's a big part of what keeps us stuck in a cycle of procrastination. I know for me, When I was a uni student and I didn't want to do an assignment, if, you know, often the trigger for that for me would be like fear of getting it wrong or like a belief that I wasn't smart enough or good enough and that I couldn't do the work. And so, but instead of like actually giving myself space to feel those feelings and to realize that about myself, I would, you know, go and eat lots of chocolate and watch lots of movies and I kind of, you know, do everything but my assignment. And that was just me avoiding my feelings and actually avoiding that awareness of what was going on Uh, and so I just used to say oh I'm like a last minute assignment person and yeah so I think it's really important to leave space for those emotions so I'm going to ask you to do something that probably seems really counterintuitive I'm going to ask you to lean into your procrastination when you next notice yourself procrastinating slow down and get really curious about it become best friends with your procrastination and really understand it from the inside out and that might help you understand what your root cause of your procrastination is as well ask yourself like what purpose does procrastination play in my life are there ways i benefit from procrastinating what are the consequences if my procrastination could talk what would it say to me Is my procrastination communicating with me, letting me know that there's an unmet need or something underneath that needs to be addressed? Like this is an example of my procrastination. When my daughter was a toddler and she was in childcare a couple of days a week, I had like half a day on a Friday to really work on my online business. And it was something that like meant so much to me. And I had such a desire to do it, but every Friday I would just find myself vegging out, not really doing much, you know, procrastinating, and I would beat myself up about it and tell myself I was lazy. But when I actually took some time to sit with the emotion and also to look at my week, I realized it was because I wasn't taking care of myself enough Monday through to Thursday. So I expected like Friday to be this amazing day where I could work on my business, but I was really exhausted and depleted. So at first I actually needed to give myself permission to rest and then get on with the work. But I also needed to work on my whole week and making sure that I was, you know, nurturing myself enough so that on Friday I had the energy to actually work on my business. So, yeah, that's why I think it's so important not to beat ourselves up about procrastination, but to like really get curious about it because I learned a really important lesson about myself that year when I you know did lose months of uh, not getting work done on a Friday. The next step once you've actually really gotten curious about your relationship with procrastination is to transform your relationship. So take action to meet the unmet need. For example if you're really tired and you're leaving your tasks to the end of the week like the Friday you might want to move it now. What I do is I work on my business on a Monday so my business gets the best part of my energy not like the dregs on the friday or like if you're scared if you realize that what is underlying your procrastination is actually like fear of failure or like you know perfectionism then actually start to address those fears or address that perfectionism do some journaling work with a coach you know but actually do some work to address what's going on underneath the procrastination And the other thing to do is to really challenge yourself. If you are telling yourself stories about the the thing that you wanna do, you could ask yourself, you know, is this story true? Is it kind, is it helpful? They're my three go-to mindset questions that I use to reframe my thoughts and my stories and my rules like really regularly. They're super simple questions to ask yourself. And then the very last thing, but most important is to take imperfect action minus excuses and the distractions. So I'm a big believer in taking action before you feel ready. And this is like your big permission slip to just dive in and do something, you know, even with that fear, even with that perfectionism, you can start working on that mindset stuff, but at the same time, start taking action. And so now that you have a better understanding of what keeps you stuck in the procrastination cycle and you've begun to do the inner work, it's time to give yourself permission to take action, which is a really fun part. So take action before you feel ready, even if some of those unhelpful thoughts are still hanging around, you can take action. Um, And it might be, remember, the action that actually transforms those unhelpful thoughts and stories. So... What I want you to do today, after you've listened to this, is to write down one action step that you have been procrastinating on, something that feels truly important and perhaps scary, and then take some time planning how you're going to do this task. Like, so think about how much time you're going to need. If it's a larger task, break it down into smaller steps. You know, remember that we tend to underestimate how long we need um, to do a task and then schedule it into your diary. So remember that to to stop procrastinating, you need to start viewing your dreams as a priority. So try to make some time for this when you are at your best. For example, I try to work on my big goals on a Monday morning when I'm most energized and least likely to procrastinate. And then one of my favorite, favorite tips, which so many women I work with just love, is follow the plan, not the mood. So once you have scheduled the task into your diary, commit to it even if you are not in the mood take three big beautiful breaths to ground yourself and then start the work if you notice those root causes of the procrastination coming up if you notice those stories those excuses coming up say thank you brain for trying to keep me safe but i've got this and take action anyway and just imagine how proud your future self will be when you complete this task so that follow the plan, not the mood, can literally be a game changer because so often as humans we actually tell ourselves that we have to be in the right mood or we have to be in the right place to work on something. Uh, but that's not actually always true, is it? Like how often have you felt like super grumpy or super super unmotivated, and then you start to work on a task and you notice that your mood actually shifts. Um, So we don't actually need to be in the mood to do something. And when we take action, that can shift our mood, that can shift our mindset. So that is it for permission to stop procrastinating. I feel like that is such a huge, huge topic that I'm going to encourage you all to ask me any questions. And I'm so happy to do a follow up episode. And I'm just going to finish this episode up with a quick request. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review on iTunes. My mission is to help every woman in the world own her worthiness and step into her confidence, which includes getting over the procrastination to know that she is enough and that she doesn't need to prove this to anyone. Your review will give me the best possible chance to get this podcast visible and get my message out there into the world. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you, beautiful human, and I will chat to you soon.